This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler free, so first time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Stephanie Hi, Megan. Stephanie. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Is it? I don't know. I just made that up. It sounded way smarter. It did. It was like there's a reasoning behind it. But I do feel like... Weekdays are not the same in all the cities. Do you know what I mean? Like a Seattle Saturday is not the same as an LA Saturday. Why? Just like they're two different vibes. Well, one. Is there much of a, is there like a nightlife, like a good nightlife at least in Seattle? There is. You you know, what's funny is my sister and I, we were talking to some like being home and you hang out with like all your old high school friends and stuff. We were talking about how Capitol Hill in Seattle was like the place to go and how kids, kids these days don't understand the lore of Capitol Hill. Like, yeah. there were creatures and characters in Capitol Hill were like, oh, yeah, that one bouncer or da 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 and, like, all these stories and stuff. Yeah, and it's not the same. It's not the same Maybe anymore. COVID? COVID, I think, ruined it a lot, which I always feel bad for this generation because I'm just like, fuck, they don't know how to, like, I had party. a friend. Yeah, they, they don't know how to party, but they also don't know how to use their, like, they don't know how to buy drinks. My friend Mary Jane, who's a door girl, was saying that, like, the kids would be like, why are you taking my credit card? And they were like, because you said to keep the tab Oh, really? Open. Like, they just don't understand the, you know, just Like, the, oh, like, you take it, you keep it yeah, like, for or the just, night, like, the and techniques. you keep ordering off of it. Exactly. Oh. Or, like, they'll be ordering drinks, and then all of a sudden the bill's, like, $300, and they're like, why is the bill $300? And it's like, because you bought shots of, like, top Everything. liquor. You know yeah. what I mean? Because <gasps> someone's, because Kylie Jenner said 818 was great, and then you just bought nothing but her shots, and then you're like, yeah, but now you're paying 818 when prices. No, Right. Comment below if you're a Gen Z and you don't you that and like ordering drinks is was kind of weird for you. Or like if you it, I would like even just be like, what are you drinking? Because I yeah. also feel like, you know, you could always tell that certain girls would just be like, ah, oh, it's a gin and tonic, like it's simple fine, yeah. just like whatever. And then guys would be like, mm, just like a, a beer or Oh my like, god, when I was like twenty one, I was drinking fireball. I, was and I had like, fireball in my purse. I wasn't ordering drinks. I no, you it. Do you not remember there was one time where you pulled Fireball out of your breast pocket? We oh, were probably. in the bathroom at the Virgil. Of course. And this girl was like, it's my 21st birthday. And you were like, oh, my God, wait a second. You, like, dug deep in the bra and you took out a fifth. 
and you held the fireball and you looked at it and I go, how long has it been in there? And you were like, I don't know. And then oh, wait, we did was it shots in my fanny with pack? Them. Your fanny pack. Yeah, oh, it was, sorry, it was definitely in my fanny pack because I was definitely wearing, it was 2019 probably or something. But it was like, it, you had, I think you had your fanny pack like under yeah. your shirt so oh, it looked sure. like you are just taking it out of your bra. Yeah, because yeah, the fanny pack would be like on my tits. Yes. And yeah. you would just take out this and then you just were doing shots. And then my shots. Campbell crushed cigarettes. Oh, you and I he, was so redacted. You and redacted. We should never never speak his name again. Would always be redacted. smoked in those. Oh, Satowski. Yep, there you go. Um, redacted <laughs> uh, would always smoke those terrible Camel Crush. But that sound. He it was never so smoked. Satisfying. It was me. He never smoked. He was just around me when I was. No, smoking. I'm talking about Vincent. Oh, Vincent. Yes, oh. and I loved it because you guys had to roll them. Oh yeah, no, Vincent. and I oh. would like do cocaine. We did everything. You guys would together. chain smoke like it was nobody's business. For sure, we were like, oh, you want cigarette bitch and yeah. we go outside and have a cigarette every 15 minutes he's the reason why i have that sign in my bathroom that says don't do coke in the bathroom you did a lot of coke on your bathroom it's, on your little counter it makes sense though i mean it's a it's like you it's know, a coke vibe it's a coke vibe for sure for sure it's yellow wall it's like yellow wallpaper and like, like pink, pink tiles. tiles tiles oh yeah it's meant for a john waters it's, it's meant for a coke whore oh absolutely <laughs> i'm surprised you're not a coke whore you know i like to give coke whore vibes <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's my aesthetic because we have this ongoing joke with like especially like seattle friends and everything where everyone's like oh yeah rose is like a secret cokehead and i'm like yeah probably oh i, I feel mean, like i feel like you would love coke if you like ever wanted really? to <laughs> maybe that's like maybe should i start with coke i think you should start with coke and then do molly because you know me i was like I, I feel, wanted... actually i feel like you like shrooms you're shrooms girly well what's weird about shrooms though is i microdose for okay no no, no but like reasons. actually like to actually, actually take like shrooms. take and go on a okay. trip i feel like you'd like it i shouldn't start with like black tar heroin no oh because i was thinking about i've never done anything like that i was thinking I about doing that when i was 70 not to... why not or are you gonna really try to do fentanyl yeah. or like i'm thinking no, about going Rose. really yes i'm gonna feel like when i turn 70 <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want to do like really just do fucked up you drugs. Die Probably. You oh do. my god, could you imagine? The first time I like get drunk, I die. Oh, oh I know. I don't like that. You're not, that's why it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But no, I just I feel like I give Coke vibes, but yeah, I think I the first okay. I don't know if I've ever told you it's this story. You're loud. That is true. I'm loud talking. I get Coke vibes because I'm congested. It's like I just sniffed. Okay, it. so I had just moved to LA. Yeah. Literally, I'm not even kidding. I was maybe 16 hours into the city. I sneeze and I rub my nose, and this girl comes out of fucking nowhere. It's almost like she pulled out of my armpit. And she was just like, You got any blow? And I was like, I have allergies, <laughs> ma'am. Like, please leave me alone. I was at a comedy show with like my family friend, and she was like, family. Oh my God. <laughs> like, maybe Rose should have moved to LA. So I, I definitely. No, yeah. No, I've had people like suspect, even before I've ever tried Coke, suspect that I was like a Coke whore because I always sound congested. I was like, first <laughs> off, fuck you. You sounded congested and always look like you would have one earring on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Am I pinky nails a little yes. longer than the rest? No, I'm oh kidding. Like, they're just like, she's such a Coke whore. And I'm like, I just... I just sound like this. Yeah, you're just like, this is my, I'm sorry that I have a deviated septum right, sorry naturally. Sorry I can't fucking breathe out of my fucking nose, you bitches. Sorry I'm a mouth breather. Sorry I'm a mouth breather, you fucking whore. Anyways, it was but my boss. But also, do you have coke? <laughs> <My> boss, <laughs> also, do you, but also, like, do you have a bump? But also, like, yeah. Anyways, I guess we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, <laughs> this is like our go-to <laughs> signature know, move. it's okay. But guess what? What? Oh, wait, no, I got too early. Well, um... 
you have to go and then the guess oh, what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I like at this point, it's like, do, why? Well, you know what's fun is if you can't tell it's me, what's wrong with you? I know, exactly. Like, you know? why did you even, you know what I mean? Are you a fan? Are you a really a fan if you didn't know it was Rose right away? I mean, who's your loud friend? Yeah, you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I think Nathan's now competition. He's very loud. But Nathan, Nathan's, Nathan's doing shrooms, so like that's an advantage. <laughs> no, Nathan, even sober, he's loud too. It's very loud. Oh wait, should we be loud together? You should be loud together. Break the stereo, like yeah. the sound barrier as you like should. a team. He's, he's very loud. Oh, I've never actually officially like, love hung it. out with Nathan. You haven't. We've like met casually once, but and he was never on shrooms. It. Yeah, and he was. Only seen him on shrooms. I want to see his stand up. <gasps> I know. I'm going on the 19th. You really? Come. Yeah. This, oh, I think I might be back by then. Okay. No, I won't be, because I'm missing. Oh, okay. Well, he's gonna have more because he's been he's blowing funny. up. Like he's funny and he's been like blowing up. Anyways, hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Bacon, your host of Brooklyn Therapy. And guess what? Rose is here. I'm here. I just have to get that out of the way for anyone who's just tuning in for the first time ever. Ever. My name is Rose. I'm a Scorpio. My so- uh, rising sign is. Cancer. <gasps> I should Whoa. know these things. Can't you tell? You're a Scorpio Cancer Sag. Uh, yeah, I'm sensitive. Aww. I'm a sensitive little bitch. Sensitive. And as Danny has proudly told me, there's not a mean bone in my body. And yeah. I was very disappointed by that news because I was like, what? I can't be a bitch like once. And he was like, not even your Scorpio I don't think placement. I've ever seen you be like mean to anybody. I feel like I- I think I, you get like feisty, like feisty, feisty and sassy, but like you're never mean. I can't be malicious. I mean, no, you're mean to my ex, but that's different. But no, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a trash human. Yeah, right. That's different. Yeah, that's that was my greatest speaking. I'm that was so a difficult sorry. time in our friendships. <laughs> to be fair, though. But we've come it back. It wasn't. We're fine. It was only difficult for him because he lost. He lost. You know? we. Yeah. I knew what was happening. And I respected you. And I yeah. knew that no matter what, we Did you really know? Did you, like, could you sense oh, that I he was, tell. like... <laughs> oh, I could tell. Because he Aww. gave off the same vibe. Okay, do you not remember... I don't know if you ever did this, but, like, when you're really young and in a relationship for the first time, you, like, tell your boyfriend, like, call your ex-girlfriend and tell her that you're madly in love with me and you can't be friends with her. Or, like, you right. tell guys that, like, you can't be friends with that girl anymore. So, like, call her up and text her. Like, all those weird mm-hmm. insecure things that we used to do. He had that energy. Ooh. Where it was like, get rid of this one person that I know brings you joy because I'm threatened by them. And also, like, I wouldn't know what to do if I ever encountered someone like myself if I was as insecure yeah. as him. Like, it's just like. He's so insecure. So insecure. I mean, he's probably covered fine up in now. narcissism. Exactly. He's probably like dipped fine in now. narcissism. Oh my God. Dipped, drenched. Drenched. Drenched, drenched in narcissism. Yes. <laughs> so I think that, like, yeah, it probably was him just being like, I don't know how to react to this. So I just rather it just not exist in my. Yeah. My life and my thing. And I'm like, that's so sad because, like, I'm fun. For real. That's why I was like, I feel like you guys would have got along if he didn't hate you. That's what I always told him. I was like, I think that you would actually really like Rose if you just, like, just. If you weren't so weird. If you're so fucking weird. But he made it weird. But it's okay. We have Brian now. And I love Brian. And Brian loved you from the jump. So we never had issues there. I love Brian from the jump, too. The only friend that Brian didn't like was Vincent. And he like told me that oh. pretty early on in our relationship, and, and then look what, look what happened. Not to like call Vincent out because I'm not I don't even care about. Him. I'm not like mad at him anymore because I'm just very like moved on from the situation. But the pain still. Remember we had a we had a whole episode about. Friends. I actually like weirdly enough. I don't feel any pain losing him as a friend. I feel Good. absolutely nothing. Good. Like only thing I miss, which is kind of fucked up, is how he would do my hair. 
Oh. And that's like very fucked up to only miss that part of a person. And I'm like, I no, shouldn't be their friend either. Not, no, wait, stop. Re- rewind. That's not fucked up. You know how hard it is to get a good person. I know, right? To, do to like want to do And you would do it all the time and loved it. Like it was such a collaboration. I loved yes. that like part of our friendship. Like it was such a collaboration when we like would get glammed up and he would do my hair. Like he thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. But other than that, like I'm actually, like I feel nothing. I mean, I've broken up with other friends around the time. Like, I think uh, Jofra, I'll say, I, I do yeah. miss sometimes. Um, I'm just going to be honest. And my high school friends, except one homegirl, but one homegirl doesn't. Actually, I miss I miss them. I do. Yeah. And I'm going to say that. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been kind of going through it. Maybe should, should we just talk about this? Let's talk about this. This is therapy. This is, I always do, do, bring do, do, out do, do, the do. therapy, don't I? I know. Last Let's time you it. talked about you breaking up with your friend. Yeah, and it was terrible. And like, I mean, I've been going through friendship breakups. Like, I feel like this is like this ongoing thing that I'm like trying to heal from mm-hmm. because I really, I stopped being friends with them in like tw- at the end of 2021 and it's okay. now 2024. So it's been a couple years and I just... I don't know. I just, I I really try to, I don't want to say not feel anything, but just be healed. Like, I kind of like how the fact that I could think of Vincent and just be like, whatever, fond of the memories, but like, I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't bother yeah. me. It doesn't come up or trigger me. I don't have PTSD from the situation. But with my friends from high school, like I have, I feel like a lot of PTSD. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I know that's like a serious no, diagnosis, no, 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 but no, no, I no. do have a lot of, I guess, trauma from the situation that has like affected me a lot more than I thought it would. Um, well, first of all, PTSD, that's not like, a, don't worry. I mean, literally <laughs> the T stands for trauma. Yeah. So you're fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's totally fine. It's a, there, there are so many studies that they have proven that a friend breakup is like 20 times harder than a relationship breakup. Like there's been so many studies. I was listening to my favorite NPR quiz show. Wait, wait, don't tell me where they talked about this, where it was like breaking up with a friend affects your mental health and your like heart more than anything, anything, the stress of it. Right. So that makes sense. And also you can't rush healing. Like whenever you think about like, say you get like a scab or like a bruise or like a scrape and you like look at it and you're kind of like fucking heal faster. Like the scab and bruise doesn't know anything other than it just takes time. Right. So that just healing is such a interesting and like sensitive thing that it can't be healed. It can't be rushed, but it also happens at its own pace, right? Like there are some times where it's going to always twinge a mm-hmm. little bit because you're going to be reminded of them or you're going to hear a certain song and you'd be like, oh, wow, I haven't thought about those friends in a while. And now I'm thinking about them. Now I'm sad again. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the cycle starts up again. But that sadness just seems to happen less often. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not as like bright and like fresh and it's not like as oozy of a wound. It's like healed a bit, but you're always going to look at that like area of your skin and be like wow that used to be such an ugly scar and a scab and I now i feel healed. like it's an ugly scar that I keep i keep scratching at and that's fine i mean honestly if you think about it those friends have known you through since you were what 15 16 um, no like since fucking 13 years old 
Jesus Christ, there you go. You just even I mean, I think one of them, yeah. No, like that's even twenty older, years like, right there. Like eleven, yeah. No, that makes complete sense why you haven't yeah. healed from something like that. I mean, think about the fact that we haven't healed from childhood traumas. You know what I mean? That feels so far removed, but get brought up by like just life and incidences that just kind of trigger them, you know? So friend breakups are just always so difficult because there isn't we don't have uh, like, you know what I mean? I said last time, we just don't have like a textbook on I how to cry. do it because it's difficult because friend breakups are hard. And I feel like you're maybe starting your period soon. No, I'm not. I oh. actually edited like over a week ago. So that was I'm my not, own like, sexist misogyny. You're assuming it's your period. So my bad. <laughs> Sorry. But I do, I do get a little extra emotional before my period. Oh, I wish I had that excuse. But so this is just, time. this is just pure. Well, this is just pure sadness. That's pure fine. Sadness. Fucking own that pure sadness. Yeah, this is like it, I don't even know if it's hormonal, whatever, whatever it's coming from. I know it's it's valid. It's coming from something. It's honest feelings. Um. All right, guys. Let's be honest. Eating is too expensive, but we have to do it to survive. But in this economy, food and grocery shopping has really got super pricey. And that's why we all need to start budgeting our food expenses. But at the same time, we still want to eat great while on a budget. So save big and eat great with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Their meals are cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So ditch the takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're honestly the easiest way to eat affordably. Get every plate and take back your time this month with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with the quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and options ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time on you. You have better things to do than worry about what's for dinner. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. So it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. You can also customize recipes to your liking by swapping proteins and sides or adding a protein to a veggie dish. Plus, add even more delicious options to your order with over 25 convenient sides, breakfast items, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. As a girl who's always on a budget and likes to eat good, every plate is your girl. Honestly, it saves me so much time. I don't have to think too much about what I'm going to cook that day. And it's just always delicious. Like, I always know it's going to be a great meal. And the best part is, I'm not spending too much money on it. And I love that. Get a meal starting at just $1.49 plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49brokegirl. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the dollar steak. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49brokegirl. So, okay. I guess it like, you know, it's always been this ongoing thing since 2021. Oh, God, sorry. No, it's okay. Take your time. 
I wanted I wanted a fun episode. I know. You I know haven't so had a funny? fun episode. It's so long. We're okay. just fucking everyone's crying in a bad mood. What the hell is going on in Here's the world? Here's the thing that just flashed in my mind too. You know how you were like, Rose, every time you're on the twins podcast, your clips always go viral. It's because we talk about fun shit on that podcast. But this one is how many always... times how many clips have you used of the most recent episodes of you and me? They've all been me like in this chair sad, sad as fuck. Yeah. And Judy sitting on my lap. Like yeah. don't don't worry. These happen. Can, however, I've noticed from now uh, we doing, have actually a video right now that's going viral on, on Instagram. Oh my god! I, don't I think it's about to hit things. a million. I don't even know. It's these an old things. video. Is it the one where I accidentally told people I misdated my my period? Well, that that's one a is, famous. That one, one. That was an eight three point million on TikTok. Or Jesus something like Christ! That. You yeah. know that video is gonna come haunt me when someone's gonna make you actually got your period when you were younger. I, I was know. Like, I like, misquoted myself. But afterwards, damn it. I know that's like that's like the shady me of like cutting it. Oh no! Because afterwards, fine. you did correct yourself, but I, I took that part. No, out. it's fine. They don't need to know that. They just have all these videos of me yeah. trying to backtrack it. But. Uh, but no, I feel like the the funny thing I realized about having to go to two live shows so far, the people who come up to me who are diehard fans always talk about the episodes that they love the most are the ones where you and me get to actually be our true, authentic friends. Oh, they selves. love it. They yeah. love that shit. I got the DMs. Yes. They're, and people they're not love, the viral moments, but they're... But they're the... Intimate. The vulnerable moments. And the real fans like the vulnerable moments. That was actually, whoa, how did we do that? That's that like was a very, like, on point. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. There's your little viral yeah. moment. But no, it's, I think it's fine. And I think right now, what I love about the episodes where I've come on is that we always organically let the conversation go and steer in what we're talking about. And obviously, this is something that's been like, did something happen recently? Is there like, is it that time of year? Is it because there was the holidays just now? Like, your birthday's coming up. Like, what kind of triggered this to have this kind of feeling again so uh, take your time you also edit this so i know i know um so a high school friend of mine passed away oh steph sorry do you want to cut no it's fine you're okay it's real i mean it's real shit yeah but hey i'm gonna tell you something right now I love you, but you don't need to put everything on this podcast. I know. I'm not going to get into, like, him. Yeah, I'm not going to get into him at all. Uh, for the, you know, for the sake of privacy of him and his family and everything. But because that happened, you know, I, I haven't spoke to him in, like, a few years. Because, you know, we all grow up. So, um. I went to his funeral, of course, last week. And, you know, with that, I knew I was going to see everyone, everyone, <laughs> including the people I'm not really too fond of seeing, you know. So it was just a very emotional day, obviously grieving, a loss of a friend, and then, like, having to, like, see the friends, the people I'm not friends with anymore, yeah. you know. It was two pains in one day. So two having to grieve a lot of that. Yeah, at of once. course. Was anyone at least receptive of understanding that, like, sometimes death brings people to closer, brings people together, kind of puts a lot of things uh, in perspective? A part of me was like, she goes say hi, like, yeah. you know. 
or something. But um, they uh, they didn't say hi to me. They said hi to my other friend that I was with, but they didn't say hi to me. And, like, the other girls that were there with them that I'm cool with individually came up to me and said hi, but they didn't. That's kind of cool. That's kind of heartless. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even matter if, like, you can you can start your crusade of hating each other on another day, but this is a day of mourning. I'm just being like, hey, life is terrible and tricky and right. really fucked up sometimes. So to, like, just put your arms down for a hot second to just call a truce, that was kind of heartless. Yeah. I mean, I also was trying not to, like, look at them, too. You know, like, I was doing my best to avoid them. Um, and it hurt having to do that. Why did you have to feel like you needed to avoid them? Because I was seeing what was happening, you know? Like, they were avoiding me, too. Um, Do you think you were following them? Just basically kind of being like, oh, you know how, like, did you have a sense that you wanted to go up to them and then kind of saw their reaction and just kind of reacted to? Well, I kind of had to, like, it was very conflicting because... Mm -hmm. They stopped wanting to be my friend. Yeah. I didn't I didn't actively make that choice. And one one of the girls in particular has really talked a lot of shit about me to the point where it's like to the point where I'm she's I'm going to say it if you're fucking listening cuz I know you tune in. Um No. She does. Seriously? She loves to hate but she loves to tune in because she loves to hate. She's an educated hater. I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, she's one of those. But, or maybe she's not. I don't know. She could, could have grown from the situation. However, she's really talked a lot of shit about me. And it's obviously gone to me. Um, and I believe it because it's, it's very her character. I honestly think she's, she's the reason why my other best friends stop talking to me because I felt like she manipulated the situations and like I don't know I, I mean I know I'm not perfect either but I think my friends know that I'm also not a malicious person like I never want to hurt anyone yeah and like this person like I don't know I I also just like don't want to be like petty but she's just this person's really hurt me and has just said a lot of nasty shit about me I don't think it's about being petty it's about being hurt and just being vulnerable with that hurt yeah and she's just like she just you know what I get it like not everyone's gonna like me and that's fine but to like make people choose sides you know that's that sounds that sounds petty and so making people choose sides. We're grown adults. There's more layers to that. I'm I'm kind of just saying the very like surface level of the situation. Yeah, but happened. I'm always gonna have your back and defend you. So sorry. I know, I know. It's very uh, it's very there's very layers to that. If I'm really no, gonna I break it, it down, it. I'm just very I'm just saying kind of the, the surface level without saying everything else. However, yeah, sure. this person really fucking hurt me. Um, and she was such a negative like light she wasn't a light she was a negative darkness in my life and and she was there um i'm okay with not being her friend 
Yeah. Like, it's almost like a Vincent where I'm like, you could be gone. That's not the part you're more. But she's friends with the people that, like, I still want to be friends with that, like, I don't have issues with, but they somehow have an issue with me. Like, I even asked mutual friends that are still friends with them. I'm like, what did I do? Like. Yeah. Do they say, do they have answers? Do they have responses? The only thing they said is that I talked about them on the podcast, but if they, and I don't even think they even listened to it because if they did, it was really just me talking about how hurt I am from the situation. But I didn't talk shit about them. Um, and if I did, I'd call me out and let me know what I did. Like, I kind of how you felt like you don't know what you did. Like, I kind of feel like I don't know what I did either. Yeah. No, of course. Like, I, you know, like, I know I talked about it on the show and I know I'm not perfect and like, but they just, they really hated seeing me shine. Yeah. Sounds like it. Like, they really hated it. Like, I made a speech at our friend's wedding because I'm the one to introduce the person, the people that were getting married. And they all talk shit about it. Just like, ugh, staff. Like, I don't even know what the hell they were saying, but they were pissed that I made a speech. You sound jealous. And I'm just like, first off, it was a great speech. <laughs> there you go. I had people come up to me saying like, oh my God, like, I never even knew how they met. Like, I loved your speech. Like, thank you. You know, like, and I was, I felt very confident because... I'm not good at speak. I know I'm good at this podcast, but I'm actually not great at speeches. My public like, speaking is different. My than public like speaking being in this room, right? With your, one and of I your was closest so, friends. and I felt the most confident in that speech. You yeah. know, like I felt very like happy and confident that I did. You're it. in your groove as you were giving it, right? Yeah. And then to hear that they were just talking shit about me that I did. I did a speech in general. It's just like. Oh, so you don't like to see me like be happy? Like you if don't I'm like feeling, to see me shine. You don't like to see me shine. But anyway, I don't know. So there's so many things, and I just feel like I wish I could have a conversation with them to just like clear the air, yeah, and get more context, and to you know. But I think that's what really sparked it was just like seeing some of them there in like a very obviously like sad and depressing time and it's also you know I was conflictive like saying hi and just like squashing it just showing that like I'm still here but also being like you really treated me like shit yeah so like I have that other part of me that's like no like don't don't allow and don't open the door for that type of energy into your life because I felt like you know although yes I'm struggling with like healing from friendship at the same time like there is that positive side where I'm not f dealing with those types of friendships anymore like yeah. I trust the people that my life now like I trust the friends that I have yeah and I don't feel like I'm being judged the way that I used to. Like, my friends used to, I just felt so judged all the yeah. time. Like, even just me being confident and making a speech, I'm being fucking judged. And, like, I don't know. It's really keeping friendships from such a volatile and, like, vulnerable time of being, like, 13, 14, 15. Like, adolescence is a very difficult time to make friends because you're also trying to figure out who you are as a person. You know what I mean? 
And so I'm always really surprised or shocked when people are still friends with the friends that they're like really close with the people they were friends in high school with. And I'm like, they don't pigeonhole you. Like they don't like, you know, judge you randomly or like, come on, don't do that. Like you used to like the color purple and now you like green. Like Like that's, you're different now. You're different. You've changed, right? Like it's, it's very, it's interesting when people have like our friend Lauren, our friend Lauren has been friends with the same six girls since fucking high school. They've been best friends since they were in high school. They've like grown apart in the sense that they've lived in other cities and then come back, but they're still all so close. Yeah. That blows my mind. It's also rare. I don't know anyone. And it's all like a healthy relationship. Yeah. They're all like military healthy. And I think it's because they just, they're just a very, I know, no, it should be let Junie in. No. (laughs) Um, Junie, you don't get to get in. You're not a friend. I know. No cats allowed. Um, (laughs) But I think the, the, the reason why I think all six of them work so well is because they're also just, I've met all six of them and they're all very bright, beautiful women that just kind of leave space for each other. They're just, it's a very rare occurrence. They're their own beautiful, beautiful cosmic of a universe. I'm obsessed with them and I think all of them are great, you know? Um, Even in being like welcomed into them, there's no weird competition. But I do think, you know, I, one of my friend breakups right now is with someone that I was best friends with since I was 13 years old. Yeah. And she came to me one day and just was like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Um, and it was devastating. It's heartbreaking. And I'm still getting over it. That one, I feel like I'm healing from faster, say, the situation the last time where I was on the podcast talking about my coworker friend. Um, I'm healing from 13-year-old friend because I realized how toxic we had both become towards each other. That we, I was kind of more the toxic friend at the very beginning. And, you know, and then I realized that she would keep, bugging me and how she would tell people like, Oh my God, Rose was so annoying when she was 16, 17. And I was like, yeah, rightfully so I was. And then I realized that I'm like, oh, you can't, you, you can't let go of 16 yeah, and 17. You only Rose. see that version. Yeah. You only see that version of me and you're only so obsessed with that version of yeah. me. And then you just keep bringing her up. And even when I'm changing, I then realized that she became kind of the like more obsessive, toxic one. And I think she even realized it by being like, I can't be friends with you right now. She would love to have a relationship or actually, no, I don't want to speak for her. Um, She has mentioned about how she would love to have a relationship with me later on. I don't think I could ever have a friendship with her because of just the pace and, um, space that we've had, but do you, you know what you're going through and to the point is that I think sometimes we mourn a feeling more than we mourn the people that helped us with that feeling. Yeah. It's this idea of that time in your life was so important because you as a person was so, uh, still trying to figure out who you were. I mean, being a teenager is so fucking hard because you're experiencing feelings for the first time and you're convinced you're the first person that ever invented that feeling. Oh, for sure. You're like, it's like, like catastrophic it's massive and just imagine that though it's like you're giving all you just it's such a sensitive time it's like you're experiencing love for the first time you're experiencing hate for the first time and it's at those extremes where it volleys like crazy and then you i mean let's be honest we spend the rest of our lives recovering from our teenager years that's just all we're doing like if that's on teacher i don't know what is like that's just kind of what we do as people so it makes sense that you're still mourning from even though these friends sound terrible you're still mourning from them because they represented a part of you and championed a part of you and liked a part of you at one point that they now are kind of disgusted by and it's almost kind of like well I don't want to fail that 13 year old version of me 
right? Like that you're like, I'm so sorry, 13 year old Steph. We're not friends with those people anymore. And yeah. you're imagining 13 year old Steph being like, really? Oh, no, like, I thought they'd be like, to, we thought we'd be friends for literally our entire lives. And it's, it's, it's just so hard and it hurts so much. And something I've discovered in therapy recently is, um, we've been doing this kind of, uh, stepping into my childhood and like talking to my eight year old self and something that I've realized. And I, hope that this helps with you is my eight year old version of me is the smartest version of me because she's technically the older version of me because it's a little heady because I, it's been 30, it's been 26 years since I've been her. So she's the oldest version of me. Eight year old me has been around longer than 34 year old me. 34 year old me has only been around for a year. So when eight year old speak, eight year old me says something like, I'm scared. I don't like this. Like this makes me feel uncomfortable. I need to listen to that side of me. So when 13 year old you is an older version of you because she's been around the longest. So when she says I'm hurt and I'm sad, no wonder 30 years. 32-year-old, you're not 33 yet. Yeah. 32-year-old you. I thought 33 probably. Yeah, you know, things. but 33-year-old you is like, okay, I'm taking your yeah. feelings seriously. I hear you because that person of you has, you've been carrying around 13-year-old version of you for a longer amount of time. So you trust her feelings and how it's hurting her. Yeah. You just have to now be the adult to the 13-year-old self and be like, okay, but we're, we're okay. Look at all the amazing friends that we have now. Yeah. Like, look at how much we've come to. Look at the friends that, like, champion me and are like, I love how fucking loud you are. I love how energetic you are. And I love that you pull fireball out of your fucking bra. <laughs> like, you have people that champion you. That doesn't mean that healing goes away and that pain just disappears. It's just something you just have to constantly navigate away from. You know, right. it's just like a current. It's just like, nope, I'm not going to go to that war pole today. Like, those, it sucks because it, feel so fresh because you just went through this traumatic thing. And again, I'm so sorry you lost your friend. It's, it's losing friends at our ages. It's just, it's it very, yeah. it's devastating. It's terrible. Um, but it's, it's what you're doing is you're not just healing from this friendship. You're trying to heal your younger self. Yeah. I have words, but let me just no, digest these tears. Oh my god, digest your tears away. <laughs> also, I hit you with some like weird, like fucking no, interstellar timeline it was, it was shit. Very, it was very powerful, um, especially when you talk about like healing your inner child. It's just, like very. It's hard because how are you supposed to be the adult and the kid at the same time? But I feel like, you know. I'm just, exhausted just being an adult. Okay, but I've been telling people I've only been an adult for seven years. So treat me like a seven-year-old. Right. Because I've, like, I've, I've only been an adult for seven years. Like, I just started, like, I feel like I've been taxes. an adult for just, like, three taxes. <laughs> like, I've just started this. Like, yeah. actually being an adult. I'm not talking about being a 20-year-old saying that I'm an adult. Yeah, But, like, yeah, yeah. actually I was not an adult, adult in my 20s at all. God, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm. I'm I'm a newborn right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm a newborn. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there was a person that like for a long time on Twitter, it was going or on TikTok, it was going around about how like, you know, you're 10, you, you know, from zero to 10, you're a child, like right. so-and-so. And this is like your thirties is like your teenager self. It's very much that like your teenager very. self in your adult years where it's like, I've never felt younger because I'm kind of like, oh, you guys expect me to know all this shit, but I was fucking off in school. You know what I mean? Right. But that's why healing your inner child we need to kind of think of it more as this child brings a lot of wisdom. It's not pain. 
And the thing is, is they just don't have the words or the vocabulary, but you as an entity now, like you as an adult version of you, you as 32 year old, you have all this wisdom that you can then give back to that 13 year old self or that 10 year old self or that eight year old self. Like it's, it's just being able to talk to that person and allow that person's like that child to be like, these feelings are still really real to me because I'm still stuck in this weird timeline. Right. And you're like, that's fine. I'm going to visit you when I can. I'm here for you, you know? And there's some people that are just, there's just some people that are just garbage people that are just trash humans that are just, no matter what, I was talking to my mentor yesterday where I was like, why are people miserable? And she's like, because they can. People are miserable because they definitely can be and they want to be and they're yeah. okay with that, which is wild to me because I could not imagine my life going around things. Oh, that was what I was also going to say. I think that one of the things that's really difficult too is when you're talking about these friends that haven't necessarily given you a reason why they don't like you, what they're choosing to believe is the worst in you, even though you're choosing to believe in the best in them. And that is hard because you're like, I'm so, Oh God, that's, that's the part that Oprah makes you cry. Oh God, Oprah. Okay, good to do. But that's what it is, is because they're choosing to believe this fuckery dumb shit that they heard once or twice, but you're believing in the best of them where you're like, even if they, tomorrow you're like, I could potentially forgive you. Like, we don't have to be friends. We're not going to welcome that energy. But forgiveness does not mean welcoming that energy. Yeah. Forgiveness is a clean, is a forgiveness is a messy cut, but it's a cut from being like, I'm not welcoming that energy but I'm going to move past this as best as I can right now. It doesn't mean you're welcoming those people back in, but it's so hard when people see the worst in you, but you see the best in them. That is just fucking, that's a fight. That's it's so hard to navigate. Yeah. It's hard. Like they just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like, a part of me is still hopeful to at least we don't have to be like best friends anymore or anything like that or go back to like where we were, but to at least be civil enough that we yeah. could like that it's not hurtful to like see them, you know, like it doesn't affect me for weeks. I'm going to be honest, that feeling might never go away, though. It might just, it's, I'm not, mm, mm, never say never. I just feel like that idea goes from neon to dim. Yeah. But you, it's still a light when it's, even when it's dim. Right. You know what I mean? You just got to imagine the emotion kind of like a flame. And like when you're feeling the flame, right, it's going to get big and massive. It's going to be a fucking size of like a house fire, right? Right. And then when you kind of temper the flame and tell it to like calm down, like the pain is real, it's okay, think about forgiveness. Then it's just kind of this tiny little tea light. Um, and you're always going to have that tea light cause you have passion for friendships. You have passions for connections. You are a person that, you know, just not going to throw people away for no fucking no. reason. You're going to give people reasons why, I mean, you went over and beyond for Jaffra like that. I'm like, I couldn't even fucking do that shit, but I'm just saying <laughs> uh, yeah. you, we have to remember not everyone works like that. Not everyone can handle and navigate the world with such grace. You know, some people only see it. I some think that's people, the painful part, you know, because yeah. it's like I think that like I hope for people to like change, right? And to that's, that's swimming against the current. And then and then like you talk to them again, 
and you're like, oh, you're literally, it's like you, you it's like going back to the next boyfriend, and you realize, oh, that's why we broke up. Like what we were just talking about earlier. Yeah, like, I was like, see, yeah. there's nothing more amazing to see an ex and being like, oh, I did fine. <laughs> I right. made the right choice. But right. no, it is, but it is that, but you have to remember then that means you changed. And that's when you should applaud yourself as a person. And that makes me sad. Like, it makes me happy and sad. It's nostalgia. It's, yeah. That's the part that pulls you back. It's just the nostalgia of what once was. And, like, it's like I'm so proud to not deal with bullshit anymore. But I'm also, like, sometimes, like, I just don't like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't know. Like I mourn the past stuff sometimes, uh, because not that I'm not proud of who I am now, I definitely am, but it's just kind of like because having, sorry, to like grow out of something is the harsh reality is that you grow out of the people that you love sometimes. Yeah, and that's painful. It's so painful. So sometimes I miss being the old stuff so I could get the people that I love again. Yeah. But but you don't want to bring that darkness back too because the one thing you gained from that was the strength to set boundaries. You yeah. know what I mean? And you don't want to sacrifice that strength just to get to an old past version of yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's just comfortable. You know what I mean? That's not yeah. where the good, juicy, great zest of life is, though. But sometimes I feel like, am I trying hard enough? You what know? do you mean by that? Like. Hard enough for forgiveness or hard enough to be friends with these people? To try to be, like, friends with them. I go back and forth with that. So a big part of me is like, no, you, you. And I know that I've tried. I, I've said what I said. But a part of me does feel like I'm actually not trying hard enough. Do you actually want to be friends with these people again? Who they are today. Don't think about just the, the funeral. The funeral is the most recent interaction that we've had with these yeah. people, right? Don't think about the past for now. But just gut reaction from what you experienced most recently. Do you want those people in your life right now? So it depends on who it is. Because, again, this is okay. I'm not just going – I'm not just breaking up with one friend. I'm breaking it's up a from group. a group of people. Yeah, yeah. It's a group of people. It's a lot of personalities in this suit. Yeah. Okay. As a group, I'm so happy to not be a part of that anymore. Yeah. They were toxic. They were toxic. They were the opposite of Lauren's friends. <laughs> For real. No, literally, like, you guys – and I'm going to say this, and I, I hope you guys are hearing, like, my group of high school friends were literally fucking mean girls. Ooh. Like – Plastics to the fucking tea. You know oh, what I mean? Maybe, oh, maybe not oh, as dramatic as like the movie, uh, you know, as far as like popularity. And I'm not saying I was like hanging out with like, you know, but as far as like being so clicky mm -hmm. and having a weird, almost like a weird sense of loyalty. Like if one person doesn't like you, then we all the rest, hate her. The, the rest yeah. are going to gang and you're going to feel it. Yeah, okay. And they've done it so many times to not just out people outside of the group, but to every single person in the clique. At one point, everyone was everyone, at the bottom of the barrel. Everyone, except these two people. Because who are kind of the puppet masters. They're kind of the puppet masters. The Regina masters, Georges. Pretty much. Okay. Keep in mind, I'm saying these things about you hoes that I've never met. She's, <laughs> She's like, not, yeah. okay. And I'm, I'm trying there. to do analogies. Here's the thing, like, if they, if they talk to me, I would say the exact same thing that I'm saying. Because this is where my problem is. I hate 
the group dynamic. I think it's fucking high school. I think it's so fucking immature. I think that it's superficial as fuck. But the individuality is different. It's different. When I'm with one person, I'm like, I love this. Other person, I love this. One particular person I was talking about earlier that's talked a lot of shit about me. Uh, No, I'm okay with not having that's fine we don't need our individual relationship i don't care yeah everyone else in the group and i'm not going to say names just because for the sake of privacy i would love to have that individual friendship again yeah um have you tried reaching out to just one of the individuals that you think you yeah. could reach out to and nothing and i like it's still too toxic so this was a couple years ago. This is when I realized that I was exiled from the group. They all had a holiday party. Oh, yes. I remember this. Yes. Story. Yep. Okay. I had a bottle of wine. It was very courageous. And they all had a holiday party without me. Um, and I always am at that holiday party. And so I was like, thanks for inviting You guys are such great fucking friends. And they're like, well, you were talking about us in your show, whatever. And then I said, like, there's more context to what's been said on the show. And so, like, how I feel, um, like, I would love to, like, talk to you guys, whatever. And, like, she's like, okay, I'll call you, like, soon or whatever. And I was like, I always pick. And I told him, I was like, I'll always pick up when you guys call. And it's been two years. So I haven't heard shit from her and anyone else that's at the front. Well, there's one girl. Um, Her and I salvaged it. Okay, that's great. Um, and she, because she came to me, was like, hey, I, I heard the episode. This hurt my feelings. That's great. We and, like and that. We, and we, I love, and that's why I told We love day, communication. Right. Just tell till, me how I fucked up. Until this day, I told her, I was like, thank you for that. Because, like, you were so honest about how you felt. You gave me the space to talk about it. You know, like, thank you. You yeah. know, and so me and her have, like, been building back, like, our friendship. However, like, the other girls, like. There's one specific I think I would like to be friends with more than the other. Um, but, yeah. So that that's how I feel. I I just want to squash the the dynamic of that high school group. Because we're in our 30s. Like, it can't. Yeah. You can't be treating people like this. I will say, though. Sorry, I'm like. No, you're totally fine. Do allergies. You tissue, babe? No, yeah, it's great. We, me that. we started a, the conversation talking about Coke nose. Yeah, now here I am with Coke, Coke nose. These are tissues. They're paper towels. Quilt and Pilker Upper, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. But, um, okay, what I will say, though, and this is not, like, to defend any of them, but this very sensitive topic of the podcast, right, where, remember la- there was a... Um, God, you probably don't remember this because this was so long ago. I had mentioned a, a dis- dating disaster I had with a certain gentleman caller. Yeah. And we used a nickname for him, which was not his name. It was a nickname. And then he texted me and he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you told that story about me and all this other stuff. And I was just like, hey, man, really sorry that... um that you didn't like what I was on podcast. Uh, I'll, I won't bring you up ever again. You know, I won't even use his nickname. 
Okay. Because I remember he hit you up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he like hit me up and was just like, you know, I didn't like that. Now people know people know it's me. And I go, mm, there's there's only one way people will know about you. And it's if you do that same weird activity you did with me <laughs> with that someone was, else. Yeah. That one weird thing. And I was like, it's kind of your calling card at this point. So it's like it was it was weird because I also was like, no, I get it. Like even the thing. But then the other thing is all these listeners have no idea who the fuck this man actually is, right? Mm. Like, I've heard you talk about these friends. I don't even know their real names. I've been friends with you. don't even know what they look like. I don't even know what they look like. I don't even know their real names because even when we're off the podcast, you're still very sensitive and private about this. I've never had to pry you for that type of stuff. I think when people know something is about them, then they get really paranoid and are like, everyone in the world's listening to this podcast. Everyone in the world knows this is about me. Holy shit. And they just start spiraling, which is, I'm going to tell you right now, not the case. Like the amount of times that I've talked about dudes on this podcast and they've been like, that was about me and me being like, actually, that story was not about you. Um, And the ones that are like, that story's funny. And I'm like, well, that's funny because that story was Was about about you. you, Right. So I think people, they just get so sensitive because they still care in a way because they don't want you to have this platform where you can shine, but also your story inside is the one that's being heard. But then again, you only have one friend that's willing to see you and talk to you and be real with you eye to eye to be like, yo, I didn't like that. It hurt my feelings. Right. But it is this very weird nebulous thing to kind of balance and figure out when you have a podcast and things. But I'm telling these people right now, no one knows who you guys are. And I'm going to be honest the listeners who listen to the show don't really give a fuck who you guys are either. What they're here for is advice that they can then put to their own group of friends that didn't invite them to a holiday party. Everyone makes it about themselves and that's okay. That's how we process as humans. But honestly, wholeheartedly, ain't nobody fucking worried about them. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's worried about them. Only you are because you have an actual personal attachment to them. And I think that's why they also then get weird by being like, I didn't like you talking about me in podcast. Not even that you said anything bad, but just that they were brought up because they know deep down in their hearts, they also fucked up. They also know they're the villain in their story. I think they they don't like to, yeah, and as a lot of people don't like to feel, they don't like to feel like, oh, I hurt somebody. Yeah. Or like I'm a bad person yeah. or whatever. And it's and they're not bad people. Um, they just did a bad thing. They just hurt my feelings, you know? And so But you gotta own up when you hurt someone's feelings. That's what I'm saying. Because I I, I do have a so layered because I feel like some sometimes they don't own their shit and I feel like they need to own their shit. And I'm just willing that's why I'm like I'm so willing to have a conversation and they know how much I'm willing to have a conversation to be like, This is what's going on, this is how I feel, this is what I see. And they don't like that. But they're not willing. And it's something you have to come to terms with. Just because you might be like, I'm ready for the TED Talk. I'm ready for the PowerPoint. Let's do it. You need to realize how many people are not willing to face themselves. Do you know how many people go in in their entire lives and are just like, don't. Sorry, pause. Okay. Here's my other thing. We got haunted by a ghost last time. (laughs) Are you cooking? Are you cooking? Why did the fire go off? Oh, he's making toast. Oh. He's making toast. Okay. Unpause. Unless you're going to keep that. What do you do a podcast at home? Yeah. Well, also, the other thing is that we got haunted by a ghost last time and now the fire alarm. So I don't know what's happening. And 
with me in these episodes. I just like bringing out things. Right. But the thing is, is not everyone is willing to have the conversation. Imagine how many times that people have bombarded you and you've been like, you know what? I'm not willing to have this conversation, but I'll have it right now. Right. And how unprepared you are. Most people go around this world completely fine with the Delulu thing that they are maybe someone's villain in someone else's story, but never do they actually ever want to fucking hear it. Because I want to know how I'm a villain in their fucking story. Like, I want to know. Because I am such a villain. Like, I'm being ganged up by a group of fucking grown-ass women, and I'm being fucking villainized. Why, bitch? But do you, Why? but also, but here, do you hear that? Do you know how like juvenile that's, you know what I mean? Like, like in this day and age, you're still getting ganged up by a group of women. And here's the thing that I, Oh God, I really hope that maybe they do hear this. Um, their friendship might just be on the fact that they all don't like you. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're all bonding over that. And that as we know, and is how you survive high school, but that's not how you survive the real world. No. Right. Like we all did that to survive high school to the common enemies help win common wars. But this idea that they probably realize that they actually don't have anything in common. And there's probably that one little person that's like wanting to break away. It's like that scene in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion where homegirl who's the Vogue editor in chief comes out and is like, you were a bitch from the beginning. I don't know why we were ever mean to Romeo and Michelle. We should have been mean to you. It's just that there was going to be that one outlier that kind of gets underneath it. But in the long end, we have to then realize and be okay with not everyone wants to have the conversation. It's such a hard, it's fighting against the current, but we just have to, that's what we're coming to terms with before we can get to the terms of forgiveness. We have to come to the terms with, you're probably never gonna get an answer. I still have not heard from my coworker who should talk about me yeah. and was my friend for fucking almost 10 years. Still yeah. have not heard anything from him. And what I'm now taking from it is I am mourning a feeling that I once had with someone that I can no longer have and it sucks and it hurts, but I'm enjoying it more with my friends. I've realized that with every friend breakup I had, I get closer with the friends around me and it just feels as though it's just like, that's what's happening. It's quality, quality come through as quantity is like being discussed basically. Yeah. But fuck those hoes. Sorry. Sorry. It's just the defensive side of you. That is the defensive. I see. I'm not mean. I get defensive. Yeah. And I'm very loyal. And so yeah. that's where I'm like, I don't fucking like this. I know. And it's, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do feel better after I've said it out loud. Um, Good. I'm glad. And it's, I was like thinking of doing like a fake podcast episode. Almost like, you know, when you write a letter to like your enemy or your oh, ex like or whatever. get it out? Yeah, I was going to do like a fake one. Oh, like when you practice like uh, telling someone off in the shower. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. That's or you like you write really a letter get, and you burn you it know. and you never send it, you know? Oh, you don't send them? That's the thing. I would love to send it. If I'm going to write it out, take the time to that's say fine. how I feel, bitch. No, I mean, I'm, no. I always keep those letters. I know when I die, just so you know. Yeah. There's going to be a, a box of letters that the ones that you don't send i keep them though oh, so that's cute there's one to my high school bully so 
Sorry, girl. <laughs> There's actually a lot to her. <laughs> so you're welcome. Who's the high school bully? Um, I will. I we won't. You know, in the vein of keeping, you know, right. Like things. Why was she a bully to you? Um, we're talking about high school dynamics. So we're talking about high school. Di- you know what? Uh, she was part of a kind of. She's actually. You know what's so funny is that she's still friends with the same high school girls, and I wanted to be their it's friends. Usually, the so high school badly. bullies are usually still friends with each yeah, other. Yeah, it's weird. Not saying that my friends are high school bullies, but they. No, have I'm they, they were they somebody's are. they were somebody's bully no i'm saying they're high school bullies for yeah. sure because that's just that's just ridiculous but no yeah. i there was a this one girl in particular i just like i was really obsessed with her because she was like the perfect like she was everything i wanted to be like she was this white girl that was like really just like skinny and pretty uh-huh. and like you know, every all the boys seemed to like have crush on her, and I just remember being this like weird, awkward girl who Ooh. like just didn't have like was goofy, but like not sexy like she was. Right. Um, and then like her and her friends, she actually had one friend that I wasn't, I didn't like, who was way meaner and was a total bitch. That girl was a cunt. She was a total capital little see you next Tuesday. Um, but I never liked her. But then I feel like. My high school bully, I feel like we're cool now. Like, we've seen each other since then. And I can tell that there's still some, like... Like, she knew that she was a bully. Right, right. Like, she knew that she was kind of... She, like, carries that guilt. Oh, she carries that guilt around. And it's still very awkward around me. And I... That's why I'm kind of like, ah, it's, like, it's 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 fine. fine. Her friends are still kind of weird, though. Yeah. Um... But that's the thing is I feel like there's that one person, that one toxic person that just like sours the well sometimes. For sure. Like I was like, I had to, I thought about right now. I was like, I never really, when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I don't really have any bullies, but I really feel like all my bullies are in house. Oh, see. Like it was either like, it was either my mom or my brother. Yep. Or your friend, your friends. friends. They're all in in my fucking group. I think that's really common for girls, unfortunately, because that's how we survived was just ganging up on someone. Oh, for sure. And I, fuck, I was like, I was probably somebody who's bully, but it was actually really nice because I got my hair done recently and it's by my friend from high school. And I was kind of like venting to her about it because, you know, we got four hours in the chair and we're like talk. And because I was feeling kind of like for a while because, you know, I've been friends with fucking mean people for years. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, actually, I'm not sorry. Y'all are Don't fucking. Be sorry. Y'all, y'all are, are fucking bitches sometimes. And you y'all know are, it. You're so mean. You're, you're mean. You're mean to people. So mean. And so. Um, and, I, and I remember and I was kind of like, fuck, like I was probably like mean to somebody or like I. Like, I yeah. was probably a mean girl if I was, like, hanging out with people like this. And um, and my hairstylist slash, like, friend from high school, she's like, no, you actually were, you were never mean to anybody. Like, you were always, like, very nice. So, if, if anything, just a reminder, like, you weren't Aww, ever, to sweet. me, at least never came across like you were a bully in any way. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Cause you never know. Cause kids are really, you never all know. kids are capable of being bold. Like we're yeah, all, kids are no. fucked up. You Especially know? In a, I feel like in elementary school, I just went with and the we're tides. Right. Or just like a teenage girl, like yeah. insecure. Like, I don't know what I would have said or done to somebody or whatever. You, it's just because you, it's unfortunate. You're just, it's a pack mentality. You just go against, you don't want to be the weirdo. You don't want to go right. against the grain. So of course, yeah, no, I definitely have carried some sins of being like, I definitely was like, Oh yeah, that girl's a slut. And then fucking regret it deeply and dearly yeah i probably definitely called people a slut i was i was called a slut i mean now look at us <laughs> are like look we're I the was sluttiest the slut sluts. sluts yeah yeah What's i had phone sex with 
Brandon in eighth grade while I had a boyfriend named Jeff. That's <laughs> so slutty. So, such a slut. Two oh, my God. Boys. Wait, oh my God. could you imagine us calling sluts girls back then? That's like water calling wine wet. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. It just doesn't work out now. You're right. Little fucking whore. Like, you know? I know. Like, I mean, now I just talk about sex. So. Yeah. Here but I, I am. But I, I think that it's, I think it's healthy and just know that you're growing and that you obviously have grown more. You've yeah. grown outside of these friend groups. Yeah. And I understand that you want closure. Closure doesn't exist the way you think it does. Closure is actually happening right now. Like you just might not know it because it's not so like, right. it's not your de- definition of it. Doesn't mean it's not being defined currently. And the thing is, is that you're aware of the times that you could have fucked up. You're aware of the times you're like, yeah, I did talk about you guys on the podcast. And that one friend that was like, it hurt my feelings. And you were able to have a conversation. Like, yeah. you're aware of that. You are owning your shit. It's so frustrating, though, when you are the bigger person in those situations. Because you're kind of like, now it's your fucking turn to be the bigger person. Like, just own up your stuff. Right. But not everyone is going to do that. And I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. expect them to. Um, I wish. I wish we could. I'd like That is, like, my hope that one day we could come together and just... Because I'm honestly, I'm willing to hear how I've hurt them, you know? And, like, I know one particular friend, uh, the one that I really can't stand, like, she she told me how, like, I've hurt her. And I'm thankful that she did because all those real reasons were... So corny? I'm gonna, yeah, I'll say corny. There you go. Really fucking corny. That I was like, oh, so this is how you view me. And, like, that's the thing is, like, I rather just like i'd be okay if, if they just said like I, I don't think it's good for us to be friends or to see that like oh things were maybe taken out of context and we could salvage this like i don't know and i know that that's not like realistic um to expect mm-hmm. you know because we're always trained to like have these breakups with boys but never trained never trained how friends. to have these breakups with you know like when we break up with someone you think of like why were we compatible and why we're not compatible and how do we move forward? And like, I wish I could have that conversation with them, but I know that that's, that's not really like a thing. And you, you might, but it just might not look the way you see it as right. Like you had that one friend that was able to veer out of the group and be like, yo, I didn't like that. And you had the meanest one say to you, Hey, these are the reasons the reasons were corny. Obviously, she just doesn't like you. I think maybe yeah. she's probably threatened by you and probably she you told represent me that I was, something. She's like, I don't think you ever like my kids because, um, <laughs> no, this is how corny y'all. Wait, not children. She said, oh, I don't think, she's like, I just. She tried like, to bring her kids into it? She didn't even have kids at this time. Now she does, but she didn't have kids then. But she's like, I just feel like you're not going to like my kids because they're going to be half white because her husband's white. Wait, what? She's Asian and her husband's white. She told you that you weren't going to like her kids because they were going to be racial. That's so corny. That is the definition of corny. But that just tells me she just doesn't like you. Yeah, I was like. It has, Steph, there's absolutely, you could have been the perfect person. She just does not like you. Yeah. It has absolutely nothing from doing anything. And that's that's why, that's why, like, I had to think of those moments. Like, for instance, she's the one at the wedding who was like, oh, like, told my friend, later who told me she was like oh can you take a picture of us and make sure Steph's not in it oh she just doesn't like you she's yeah, just a she, cunt she hates me yeah no she's just but here's the thing let her hate you 
You know what I mean? Yeah. If but I think paying, what hurts is that she's got everyone else to hate me too. But I'm like, I did nothing annoying. to rest y'all. But also that makes them backless. They're spineless. Like it's one a little thing, bit of a follower situation. And that's corny because I will say the the friend that I stopped being friends with me at 13, since I was 13, we have mutual friends that have been like, yeah. look, we it sucks that you two broke up, but like we're still friends with both of you. And I'm like, that's fine. We just, I don't really give a right. fuck, honestly. Um, but at least they were willing to just have backbones. I just don't think, I think that also happened because the breakup happened as adults. This breakup happened like when we were still like in our, you know, you were like in your 20s or something when this happened, right? Oh, this right? was 2021. This was recently? I don't have excuses for these hoes then. They're just corny as fuck. Even the ones that are following her, they're just backless. <laughs> I think honestly because they don't want to, they're up, they still think they're going to upset the queen bee. People. That's why, that's why I'm struggling so hard because it's like you guys chose to be best friends with someone for years that you said that you did not want to be friends with. But and so when it came down to choosing and I'm not, not that I made them choose, but obviously we see what side they're on when it came down to choose between me or her, y'all chose a friend that you said you did not like for fucking years. And I'm putting that on the fucking podcast. And yes, you could get mad at me for this, but this is some real shit. Okay. But Steph using that logic, should I take that out? No, no, no. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it. Don't let your Pisces side just all of a sudden I'm be like, Pisces. no. Don't you have a Pisces placement? Actually, none. I'm bitch, like, no sounds water. like you have one now. Just I kidding. have like no water sign, which is weird because I cry like a fucking bitch. <laughs> Between the two of us? Yeah. Who's the water sign I have now? a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of Capricorn and Capricorns are fucking Well, also, ruthless. I don't know anything about astrology, so I was just trying to sound yeah. deep, but I will say- no, I'm no, Aries, no. so okay. that's where all the emotion and passion comes fiery. from. It's very fiery. Um, okay, no, here's the thing. With that logic, you just said, I think they should keep that on the podcast. Fuck it. Let them, you know, show them their sins, see how they deal with it. Sure. But with that logic, yeah. why would you want forgiveness from people like that anyways? I don't know. Then I'm going to have to put the mirror in front of you now, and I want you to think what type of person you are. That you need forgiveness from sh such shitty human beings. Who are you really wanting forgiveness from? Is it from them or from yourself? That you let these people dictate and control so much of your life. Because there's good parts to everything, right? Like there's the But good I'm not parts. saying about that. Yeah. No, what no, I'm no, no, going no, off right. of you're is right. the the bulk of it. We're not nitpicking the good because right now there is more than there is the other. Yeah. So I think now it's more forgiveness for you towards yourself to be like, why do I want these people so badly to talk to me? Why do I want closure from them so badly? I think for years, ever since high school, there was this sense of me wanting so much validation from them. And I cared a lot about what they thought of me. And... um and I think that that's just what's carried on to now that of being an adult. I mean, there is a part of me that is like, obviously, a, a lot more like uh, self aware. You know, like I I like see those things and I know that like I deserve better. Like I know my worth more than I did when I was younger. However, like it's still a work in progress. You know, um, because there are like I think. Because we used to always tell each other that we'd be in each other's lives forever. Like, they would be the auntie, the, the, you know, to my kids. And they'd be in my wedding party and all these things. And to, like, 
to come to realization that that's not the reality is painful. That's what you're mourning. You're mourning that. Okay, that's fine. That's separate. Okay. But with this whole wanting to close your validation thing, would you believe validation if it came from your enemy? If your enemy gave you a compliment, would you believe it? No. So why would you believe forgiveness from these corny ass people? You're so right. I never really like categorized it like that or just simplified it like that. And that's fine because that's not that's no one's expecting you to know that. You know what right. I mean? Like that's yeah. why we that's why we're friends because we're having these great that's conversations. Why we, that's why we have this podcast, it's right? Therapy so expensive. But that, but that's yes. why therapy is so expensive. <laughs> but that's where that's where it lies. So you can mourn. Now that's a different subject than what we were talking about earlier. What you're mourning is what could have been. And that is the worst. That's nostalgia. That's a cancer. That's going to be something you just have to learn how to build tolerance again right. of what could have been. It's what we do with relationships, right? We're talking about like significant others. You always mourn, oh, I could have married that man. We could have had kids with, together. We could have bought a house. What would our house look like? Like what could have is what's the death that's happening. Right. The forgiveness and wanting these people to validate, that's something that that's the part you need to work on. The morning can stay. The morning, that's just always going to be there and kind of linger. But you need to realize you don't need these hoes validation. What you need is your self-validation because you put so much onance and so much importance in such corny, crummy, just undisgusting humans. And that is something you probably don't want to face or hear right now. Yeah. No, that's, that's fucking true. Because, yeah, even if they did decide to, like I, I actually did briefly think about this for a second earlier. I was like, if they did come back, would I still feel like I'm walking on eggshells? Who wants that in our friendship? Exactly. Who wants that in any relationship? Yeah. And so, I mean, that's really why I haven't like tried to salvage anything, you know, like, cause I, I have those moments of weakness and then I have those other moments where I'm like, but remind yourself of the, the stuff that they said. Yes. Like they said this about you. Yes. These things are not true. And I know they're not true. Exactly. A lot of them is like, I got receipts. I got facts. It's like, and I know who I am, but you know, it's just, it's, um, yeah, I think it's just like, I always have to remind myself not to. And that's why I didn't go up to them. And that's yeah. why I See, left. See, that's why. You didn't want to welcome that feeling back. Right. You can watch that feeling from afar and experience it, this whole yeah. idea of wanting the validation. But what you did really smartly is not going up by them because you didn't want to open that door again because yeah. you actually didn't know how you were going to close it once you did. Exactly. And that's fine. And you may never have to open that door. I mean, that door feels closed to me. It feels right. in a weird way through this conversation and just like your own self-experience. Closure has happened. It just feels so weird because it's not defined the closure you wanted. So that's why you're like, ah, frantic. Like, do I have everything before that door closes? And it's like, no, just know that you're in a safer place than you once were. Yeah. That, that's. Yeah. I think the word safer. Yeah. was good. You're in such a safer place. I really do because I could never talk like this with them. Yeah. And I think even like homegirl said to me, and it's funny because I think she 
brought up this conversation, I think, around the week that we talked about years ago. I put up the episode, like, my 23rd birthday. Remember, I was crying. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Very deep. I don't want to... And so we talked about it. Like, you know, you see the clip. The whole, and we're crying. Me and you crying yeah. together. <coughs> and she's like, how can you do that with those friends and you don't do that with us? Oh, she's jealous. She was like, you do that with them, but you, you don't get emotional like that with us. And I don't. Because you don't I feel safe with I them. I don't feel safe. I can't, I can't be this vulnerable, this version of stuff. Oh, they hate me then. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, they can't be, they hate people. But like, they, they can't, they've never, they can't get this side of. That's why they're mad. Steph, that's why they're mad. Because. That's why they're they see upset. Me they with want all my other exactly. friends. They want to see all of you, and they're so mad at themselves that they fucked it up. That they're the reasons why they cut you off. They're the fucking reason why they couldn't get one hundred percent of you. They yeah. hate, there's a lot of self hate in those people right now. Yeah, that they are not. They're not honored enough to get this real you. Yeah, they're never gonna experience never. how it is. No, fuck that shit. They're livid right now. Because look at the fucking person that I get to call my friend. Look at the person that I get to kick it with. Yeah. I get to kick it with you when you cry. We're about to go get some fucking Korean and we do barbecue this all the time. This we do this shit all the they time. They never see the side they of me. They never see the side. They don't yeah. see the conversations that you and me, how much we kiki off the fucking camera. Right. Like, they're mad because they don't get all of you. And yeah. you know what they're more mad about? That they didn't destroy all of you. They didn't yeah. destroy your light. They tried to. They tried to cut you down, and they didn't get to. And she's mad that you fucking are stronger than she ever could be. That's why she's mad. That's why she's jealous of you. Yeah. It's because no matter how many times that girl has punched you and you've hit the ground, you've gotten straight back up like fucking Sugar Ray foot. That's a weird. I pulled that boxer out of my ass. But fucking Sugar Ray, you got back yeah. up and you handled that shit. Yep. No, 1,000%. Every 1,000%. Like, it's. They don't. They don't like. They don't like to see me do well, and I and I people don't I've like had, seeing shine. And sometimes. I didn't. And I didn't want to ever admit that because I was like, oh, ew, why would I say that? Like that's like sounds so, ugh, you know. But it's like, given the track record, you know, of the moments that I do feel happy or when I'm doing something I love or whatever, it's like the reactions, and you know, they just they don't do well with that. And yeah. I mean, the fact that she even said that she's like, you're on the podcast with your friend crying, but you can't even do that with us. You can't even cry with us. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like do this with them. They ain't lucky. They don't um, and I've known you. them for how long and I don't do that with them. And look like, what we've it. done, but we worked at this. You know what I mean? We've, yeah. we've seen each other's ugly and we've seen each other's beautiful and we've seen each other and I've seen all of you and you've seen all of me and I still chose to love you every single time. And you still yeah. love, there are things I know that I do that irritate you and vice versa, but we still Yeah, like I wish person. we could FaceTime more. But and I okay. hate FaceTiming. <laughs> That's my biggest thing. If I can name the one thing that bugs me about Rose McAleese. <laughs> That you know what? Kills me inside. You know what? For 2024, I'll FaceTime with you more. No, no, no. I'll do it. We'll do it. Because you know it's who else so says funny. that? My boyfriend. My boyfriend's like, I wish I could FaceTime with you more. And I just, you guys, I, I don't know what it is. I will randomly call her. She won't, like, she won't pick up. But if I text you, you'll get back to me. I know. You're I know. such a texter, but I'm just such a FaceTimer. No, so I'm like, I'll FaceTime with you. You know what? For your birthday, How are we going to communicate you. if we don't have the same communication style? We still make it work. We crying. do. What we do? Crying we is do our communication our style. Our communication communication style person is oh it's a dynamic i mean it yeah. makes bitches jealous Tec that's how great it is 
<laughs> technology <laughs> lies. I know. No. But still, but even with that, we and see I each hate other's texting. Thoughts. I know. And I make you do it all the time. I don't time. like writing. I like speaking. I love writing. I know. Um, I know. But no, but even then, it's that's the that's the testimony <laughs> of a true friend. That you can yeah. look at a friend and be like, girl, I want to punch you in the face <laughs> and kiss you on the forehead. That's the friendship right there. Yeah, Just that whole it's it's No, a, I've had to like tell myself not to get upset or take it personal because i'm like she doesn't love me but i'm like no <laughs> no you're just your friend who gets weird because she hates seeing herself on screen like i just don't like but it's okay like every time i facetime my friends were always like double chin out like nasty like but like i'll facetime the twins and we both look disgusting we're just like but my thing is is i like i like i'll be I'll, I'll be on a phone call i'll put you on speakerphone and because my other thing is is like if i'm over there and i'm but walking around like the house phone calls. i like face time see i'll try for you you know what for you because i love you because i fucking love you yeah. i'll facetime more i'll do it if you want i no. don't want to force you to do no. something that's so no. out of character 2024 for we do, will come up with a compromise shit. okay maybe like i don't know what voice memos Oh, I do love a voice memo. Actually. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just scared. You know when people are like we scared. Love the, we love the like opposite. I thing. know, but I do it. I'll do that. We'll do voice memos. Yeah. I can compromise on a voice memo. Or do yeah. some, what about those a bit but emojis? But it's not as fun. Where it's no, like the I've, voice tiger memos head. are always like if only is you know it was like a quick something. But I like me and Nina Facetime for like four hours like every day if we God could. God bless Nina. Sometimes even longer. What do you get? How do you get your day done? I'm doing my day with her on FaceTime. But you know, most of my day is me either watching a movie or reading a book. Like, that's not my, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, do you want to watch know. me read a book? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And tell me about the book. I want to know what you're reading. Do you read want me to read to you? Like, read, just read. Do you, I can read to you. I'm reading yeah. a really great book right now yeah, called Enter the Ghost. Yeah, like, I would love it. Like, okay, you know I mean? It doesn't have to, like, you don't have to think about what to talk. It's just, like, it could be the most casual shit. Like, it doesn't. How about this? But we don't have to do it for four hours. I feel like I can only do that with Nina. Well, yeah, actually, I can do it with my Nina friends. Thinks. I can do it with six. Six, I love talking oh. to when I'm doing my makeup. I was about to say, I was about to say, I was literally about to be like, I bet you have a different routine with each person. So here's yeah. my compromise. Okay. I always get really lonely and bored when I do dishes. I've even <gasps> FaceTime me. I was about to say because I've even had to come up this thing that <laughs> makes fun of me all the time. Um, please leave out his name. Yeah, uh, Southern gentleman and I do all the time where it's called what I call grown and sexy dishes, where I put yeah. on the light mood lighting on and some smooth jazz, and then I do the dishes. So I I'll FaceTime you too. now. Yeah, FaceTime me. Okay, I'll like, FaceTime face, you when I have to like do Nina the will FaceTime me while she's like scrubbing the fucking baseboards and she's doing chores. Like she'll okay, FaceTime me. We'll talk because it's like even a podcast. Even, 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 okay. You know why turn on a podcast if you could call me? <laughs> Wait, that's actually okay. That that makes which reminds me. Oh, what is this that I have? A sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt for your listening audience. They don't know what's yeah, happening, yeah, yeah. but I'm it's holding a up a great, gorgeous, cozy, amazing, oversized, but perfectly fitted. Wear with thy high boots. I know. Ariana Grande song's coming out soon. A broke girl therapy sweatshirt, which will be and it's available. Like puff lettering. It's puff lettering. These which letters is super won't nice. fall off, you guys. They won't. Oh my god! Whoa, they're like really on. They're really, they're really oh, on. Whoa, and I love the back. Professionally done. Professionally done. The inside's nice and soft. I really chose a brand that was like that had good quality. So I, I like. Say, a, it's not like just like a gilded. Like this also, is like this a color good is very flattering on all skin tones. Yeah, this is like I love a really good like um Aww. you know. It's yeah. a good, like, it's like a neutral blue. It is. 
But I, I, I just want to, you're going <laughs> to have these you. on the website by the time that I've played I know, this. I need to put them on the website. I have so much stock of these and I need to like pretty much get rid of them because they're just taking up so much space. And they're so cute. I've worked so hard on them, you guys. So. Because why? Therapy, therapy is, is too expensive. expensive. So you're right. It's the wrong use of two, but it's okay. I'm kidding. What? Could you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's the two. Okay, 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 okay. No, it is. I was is. like, wait, I had to like. No, 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 I was no. Like, Sorry. Maybe. I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh. Could you imagine oh. if you made that? No. I don't, but also, I don't think. Uh, like seven think years like, later, I realized. Grammar like, is so out. Like, people don't care about grammar no, anymore. Yeah, no one yeah. gives a shit about grammar. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways. We are over time. But yeah, this is a nice initiative for me to like force myself to put on the site because I've been like just, you know they just been gonna, sitting there. I'm going to wear this when we go eat barbecue. Okay. Because I realize I'm wearing white, so. Yeah, yeah. You have to, I'm going to wear this. So get my barbecue. sweatshirt dirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again, I got stopped in the airport with my bro girl therapy sweatpants. I love those sweatpants. And now I want to do it with the sweatshirt. I want someone to stop me and ask me. And I'm going to yeah. be like, oh, bro girl therapy is like. One of my closest friends' podcasts. And, like, on the back, it says, like, therapy's too expensive. I had people stop me, too. And this guy, like, stopped me. He's like, wait, can I take a photo of this? Because my, my friend's a therapist, and he needs to see this. And I was like, yeah, that's right. It is too expensive. It's so. too expensive. And our healthcare system sucks. Sucks. It sucks. I still have not gotten my sleep test results from 2021. But, anyway, let's wrap it up. I don't <laughs> Someone slept on that. That's corny. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's terrible. You should look into that shit. I, I've been trying. Anyways, plug, plug yourself. yourself. Um, you can find me at Rose underscore Etta Stone or the new blog on the com. Or more recently, because I started fashion blogging again. <gasps> I know. This She's is a, like a fashion, blogger. fashion blogger. You've been sewing again. Um, I've been sewing again. I made a pair of pants. I made a shirt. I've been like really loving yeah. it. I miss my tailoring days. Um, I'm but I'm do something cool for me. Oh, okay. We can talk. But yeah, talk. right now I'm um, a Queens of the Gutter Snipe, my old, old fashion blog. You can see like what 22 year old Rose is wearing. Um, but I'm just back on there talking about like fashion and just in general and how yeah. it's. It is an important thing, um, and how how you dress and how you feel can change your whole attitude. It's exactly, and your yeah. confidence. Anyways, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeltherapy.com to buy shirts, to buy sweatshirts, shirts, all that shit is there. I love you guys so much, and also if you're a Patreon member, you get twenty percent off. So if you're on Patreon, look up, up, go on like the dashboard, you'll be able to see like what the code is. If not, just hit me up. Wait, that's and a I'll great reason you. to become a Patreon. Yeah, exactly. You get 20% off merch. Shut the fuck up. That's worth yeah. it. And, and ad-free ad episodes and bonus episodes. Oh, great reasons. Yeah. Sign up. Thank you. I'm going to sign up today. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hey, Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> oh, 
your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.